Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm Hemel Javeri, writer and editor at For the Win, alongside with me today, Stephen Ruiz, head NFL writer, and Evan Thorpe, our video producer. Guys, it's been a while since all three of us have been back. What's happening? I don't even remember your guys' names. What, what are they again? <laughs> I just introduced everybody. <laughs> Ethan um, and Jamal? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve. Yes, Steve. Mm. We have a lot to talk about today. We're probably going to spend a large amount of the show talking about uh, the private uh, workout that the NFL has arranged for Colin Kaepernick. I know Steven's got a lot of thoughts about that. Uh, um, And then in our Not Sports But Whatever segment, uh, Evan and I have some thoughts on how early is too early for Christmas music. And I'm going to say right now is too early for Christmas music. Facts. (laughs) All right. So let's do it. Uh, Steven, start off by giving us some context. What what happened yesterday with uh, the Kaepernick stuff? So the news broke that he'd be getting a workout for however many NFL teams want to watch the workout. And when I saw the news, I hadn't realized it was set up by the league. So I was like, oh, that's good. Like, this is progress. And then this morning, more details came out, and we found out that the league set it up. They told him on Tuesday, and he had had to decide whether to do it or not then. The workout is on Saturday, even though NFL teams never have workouts on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They do it on Tuesday because that's when their employees are more available. They have a free schedule. On Saturday, they're going to be going to games, obviously. They're played on s- Sunday. And then we also found out that we don't know who's going to run the workout. We don't know who the wide receivers are going to be that he's throwing it to. And like chemistry in these things is a really big deal, and they're supposed to be scripted. So basically the cards are just stacked against him. Like He has really a low chance of really acing this workout. So, yeah. So it is Thursday morning. So the news actually came out on Tuesday night. It was Adam Schefter. That was the first tweet that I saw. He reported that the NFL was giving Kaepernick a workout and all teams were invited to attend and were allowed to send representatives. Now, immediately the reaction on social media was kind of divided between uh, something smells fishy here and wait, this might actually be a good thing. So when more details, like Stephen just said, started to come out, the reaction definitely started to shift towards uh, this sounds fishy and it might not be in his best interest. So let's talk about, I don't want to say conspiracy theories, but why would the NFL set this up? So the one thing I didn't mention is that there's no media coverage, which and that's really what like set off alarms for people because... It's just going to be anonymous league employees leaking quotes about how good the workout was. So if it turns out that Kaepernick does a bad job at this workout, I feel like that's the best case scenario from a PR standpoint for the NFL because they've spent the last three years saying we're not blackballing him. He's just not good enough to play. That's why he's not in the NFL. So it's in their best interest for that to actually be true. And so that's the big benefit for me. I think I've seen a lot of skeptical people like saying like, what 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 does the NFL have to gain? They have that to gain. They can they they can get proof that they aren't blackballing him, right? And they they have cover, right, from a right. legal standpoint, to be able to say we have done everything that we can do to help facilitate Colin getting a workout. Well, I don't think it's like the legal part now because the the case is settled, right? They basically paid him to tell him to stop accusing us of blackballing you, so that's settled. I think right now it's just a PR thing. They tried the Jay Z thing; it didn't work. And that's where I think it comes in. I think Jay-Z probably asked, hey, bring me on, but give Cap a shot. 
And now Jay-Z, we haven't really heard anything about him in the NFL. Now it's like, all right, we're midway through the season. Let's just give him a trial on the weekend, knowing that a lot of th- – a lot of teams won't be there because they either are on bye weeks or preparing for their game on Sunday. So give them a shot. And the NFL's like, hey, we did it. Right. And there was a report saying that Jay Z did have influence over him getting the workout. So, you know, it's connected. I don't know if it happened before the agreement came to. I personally think they tried the Jay Z thing and they're like, oh, this is going to get them. <laughs> Black people love Jay Z. <laughs> And then black people were like, no, this is bad. This isn't good either. And then now this. And I think also, like, it came out that Kaepernick's people were upset that Jay-Z even had to deal with the NFL. So for Jay-Z, it's kind of like, if it works out, it's like, look, I got you this. So right. you can't be mad at me. Right. So to backtrack a little bit on this, the the context for for this wild conspiracy theory, which is not that wild, obviously, is that when... Jay-Z and the NFL announced their partnership with Rock Nation to provide entertainment for all of the NFL shows. There was a significant amount of backlash, right? There was a lot of people who said that Jay-Z was a sellout, that this was all about capitalism. I mean, I'm one of the people who said that. Um, And the NFL, I am sure, felt like it was going to go a lot smoother. Like Steven said, like you just said, Evan, is that they thought they had black people in the bag. It turns out that's not the case. So this is a way for them to smooth things over because it sounds like they might be gearing up for another round of entertainment or promotion. And like you said, the Super Bowl is in February. And if they can get ahead of that controversy, then that is in their benefit. And if all they have to do is like push forward this workout, um, they don't really have anything to lose. My whole thing is though, why wait three years afterwards? Because we clearly know like as you get older, you know, this guy's not going to be at his physical peak as he was the last time we saw him. Mm-hmm. And so if he comes out and plays for a team, like, who's really going to give him a shot? Like, everybody can watch him, but who's really going to give him a shot? If you're a playoff team right now, you don't need a quarterback. If you're a bad team right now, you're not going to bring in somebody to bring in extra attention. That's why the timing is so weird. Like, why in November, in the middle of the season? And on top of that, I'm wondering, like, what – what do they want to see from Kaepernick, like the teams? Do they want to see that he is the same guy when we last saw him, like the 2016 version of him? And if that is the case, then you have to ask, if that version of him is good now, good for you now, good enough for you now, what was the problem three years ago? Why didn't you sign him three years ago when he was in his physical prime and still this good? So there is absolutely no altruism here on the part of the NFL, right? right? Like the NFL can try all they want to spin this as uh, we're just trying to do this guy a solid. Um, But for reasons that you guys have pointed out, it does not seem without consequence, right? And this is why I think it's a little bit darker than the Jay-Z thing, which was a money grab, because Mm -hmm. if the NFL wanted to, they could turn this into a money grab. Mm -hmm. This is a league that has never turned down an opportunity to bring in viewers for television. They have like a two-hour show about their schedule getting released right could you imagine how many people would tune in to watch Kaepernick basically playing for a chance to get back in the NFL if they if they broadcast that on NFL Network it wouldn't just be like a football story it would be a national story it would dominate Fox News CNN all these places it would be everywhere and they're turning down millions in ad money just so they can keep it anonymous because if he if he looks good right that's then they're they're forced and if he's and we like like you said, we won't know how he performs in his trial because it's behind closed doors. But as soon as it comes out, 
and it could be true or not that he looks bad, people are going to run with it and be like, well, see, the NFL gave him a shot and he didn't look good, so why are y'all still complaining? It is a win-win situation for the NFL in a lot of ways because they can say, we did everything we could, right? And uh, if he doesn't look good, then they don't have to worry about it anymore. Like, they have an answer. They can say, well, we opened it up to the teams. It is absolutely not our fault. This is on the teams and whether or not he has a, a spot on a roster that a team wants him. By the same token, though, I think it's also a lose-lose. Mm-hmm. Because of the point I just brought up, there's going to be skepticism if they if it's anonymous scouts going, oh, he was terrible and no one got to see it. We're all going to, the people that are already on cap side are going to be like, this is bullcrap. Like you guys hit it for a reason. We can't trust your word. But you don't think it gives them plausible cover in the situation? Because I think it does give them plausible cover. Like they can say whether or not it's true. We gave him a tryout. All these people showed up, and all these people agreed that he is not good enough. I think it is going to convince the people that are on the fence about it, like you're not going to change the minds of people like me who have been pro Kaepernick the whole time, who have said he's good enough to have. The reason he's not in the league is because of his politics. And then there's the people that you're never going to convince that he's good enough. So I guess they're fighting for the those people on the fence. But I think those people on the fence are going to hear these arguments that people like me are making and they're going to realize, like, there's something to this. I don't even think it's I'm sorry, Evan. I, don't, I know you're getting ready to say something, but real quick, I don't think it's about fighting for people on the fence. I think it's the NFL just having one more talking point ready to trot out when it's the Super Bowl. Because, you know, like next week when this comes out, depending on how it goes or not, it's going to be leaked out. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the top story in all the football news like doesn't matter what happens this week. Everybody's going to want to talk about Kaepernick. And so where's the Super Bowl this week? Miami? This year, I mean, this yeah. year, Miami. Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to be like, well, you can't get upset. You can't bring up Kaepernick. You can't do this because they tried in November. Right. And it gives Jay-Z cover. It gives all of the artists uh, who are going to perform cover as well. So let's play devil's advocate for a second. To, um, is there any way that this works in Kaepernick's favor? The only way I see it working is if he's on a team and it's not like, oh, we just signed you for the end of the year. Like, they legit invest in him for at least next year and they give him a shot in the offseason because it's kind of like a tryout for next year because this year is pretty much you know if you're competing and you know if you're done. He's not getting signed this year. I can already tell you that. He's not getting signed. You don't think so? No. This is, like Evan said, if it's real, which I don't think it is, it's for next year. Yeah, so that's the only like only way I see it working for him. And I'm kind of like, do y'all think Nike is involved with this anyway? Because they are the sponsor of the NFL and they are backing Kaepernick. That's a good question. Do you think they have anything to do with this? I just don't see how they would be able to profit from it. So I don't I don't think so. I think that I don't know, honestly, I think this is a good question because they might be able to float a hey, you guys should maybe do something about Kaepernick, but they're making money on both sides of this, right? They're making money by being the NFL's uniform provider and by being on Kaepernick's side. Like, they're just banking. If he was to sign with a team, his jersey would be the highest-selling jersey by the end of the year. Oh, no question. Right. And they will have. he already has his line, so, like, they could not only make his jersey, but then make the, like, Stood my stood my fight and wanted us like a shirt like that and yeah. people will eat it up all with the slave labor happening overseas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so not a lot of optimism here for this kind of working out for Kaepernick. But I want to talk about something that you mentioned earlier, which is 
some of the ways, not just with the NFL, but like how you said that they are setting him up to fail here. Can you get into that a little bit? Because you kind of skimmed over it, but I'm curious. Yeah, I like a big thing. This is like a pro day for a, a like a draft prospect. Mm-hmm. They have these where all the teams come and watch them throw, and they're really like scripted. Like the the quarterback knows what routes he's throwing. He's worked with these receivers before, like on timing. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about when you're throwing a pass, if someone is running down the field 10 yards and breaking out you have to pass the ball where that guy is going to be in the future so it's a timing thing like you have to work on it if you're throwing passes that you weren't preparing for to rod receivers you've never worked with it's like impossible to to look good right we see we talk this is like a talking point for if a wide receiver joins a team in the off season and like there's like a disconnect in september this is a talking point. Like people are like, oh, they haven't had time to gel. They haven't had time to work on their timing. Mm-hmm. Like it's a thing people are saying about Odell Beckham and Baker Mayfield right now. And Odell Beckham was traded to the Browns in what, like March or mm-hmm. or April. Mm-hmm. So they've had months to work together. Kaepernick is finding about this like three days before he gets to. He's probably ne- never going to meet these receivers before he throws to him, and it it's just set up to fail. And also like the week of, like why not give the man a week to prepare? Why not say, hey, bring in five, six guys that you feel comfortable with so we can give you the best like possible chance to succeed. The fact that it's like three days from now on a Saturday. And Kaepernick's people, they requested, can we move this to Tuesday? That's when NFL workouts usually are. They said no. They said, can we move it to a later Saturday? They said no. Like, they're not... They're not serious about this. Right, they're not setting... This has all been reported by, like, Adam Schefter and Mike Silver. These are, like, reputable journalists with sources inside the league like they this is probably true and it's just like i don't see how anyone can't see through this i mean the as you just found out i'm not that into football (laughs) um but the point you bring up about quarterbacks and wide receivers having to nail down their timing i think is something that a lot of people realize uh offhand but don't realize the literal implications of this so even if you even if the video of Kaepernick working out is released and it shows him not connecting with a wide receiver on a whole bunch of passes well that's ammunition for not just people in the league or on teams to be able to say he's not good enough but for fans right you can you can have that viral clip and toss it out and be like well he's just not good enough and what we've seen in the past is these talking points that the league has generated don't even have to be accurate for people to like use them like of course there's the broncos thing like everyone thinks that he turned down a deal with the broncos but what the the truth behind it is this was a year before he was kneeling so he wasn't worried about getting blackballed and they were asking him to take like a 10 million dollar pay cut so people are and people still say if he wanted to be in the league he would have taken the offer from the broncos which doesn't make any sense obviously yeah who who are these people do you think they're getting to actually like catch Ross phone because clearly they're not in the NFL. Um, it's probably just like guys on the fringes that are on like, like hoping to get signed by the NFL, like mm-hmm. the same kind of guys that go to the XFL. They're w- sitting around waiting. I don't even think it's going to be real scouts there. I tweeted this out. It, it's going to be the scouts there, and I'm doing air quotes are going to be the same people that are in the crowd for like the Pepsi halftime show at the <laughs> Super Bowl who are uh, they're paid too. It's going to be like the social media managers, right? <laughs> All right. When does the when does the tape get leaked? Like Saturday afternoon, man. You think that early? I I would say by Sunday. I don't think the tape 
ever even gets recorded. They're not going to risk TMZ getting the tape like they got the Ray Rice what? tape. No way. No, they have to. Because what are they going to send the team? You bet. You don't think Colin Kaepernick's people are going to record it? No, I don't think they're going to be allowed to record it. Mm. Why would the NFL let them record it if they don't want it to leak? I'm ta- But they said, Schefter said that there would be tapes made available for any team that wanted them after. Yeah, I know. They're trying to say that so so when coaches and GMs can't go because it's a Saturday, they can be like, yeah, we gave them the tapes. They saw it. Now, I'm more interested to see what is active because they're going to do a, a Q&A afterwards, mm-hmm. and they said they're going to record that too. I'm more interested what teams or scouts are going to ask him. Like, Are you going to kneel? That's going to be the first question, That's of course. Be the first Speaking of question. which, the NFL did not ask permission to have the interviews with him, and apparently they didn't even let Kaepernick's people know that the interviews would be taking place. Mike Silver's the one that broke that news. So that was probably the first time they heard of these interviews happening. I Yeah, the way the Kaepernick tweet was phrased was like, we found out about this like right when you guys did, basically. like It just does not sound like they had much more of a heads up than the media. But I, I mean, I commend Kaepernick for taking the the chance. Like he probably knows, like there's a high chance that he's going to get embarrassed. But if he denied the, right. like if he turned down the opportunity, it was going to be the same thing. So he's confident in his ability. He's been working out every day at four a.m. apparently five days a week or whatever it was. So maybe he'll be ready. I just don't think this is the best way to prove that he's whether he belongs in the NFL or doesn't. I just wish that. No matter what happens, like he he gave his best and that he's given a fair chance. It won't happen, but like as long as he knows, like like I did all I I could. I actually my whole thing with this is that I feel a deep sense of like personal empathy for the guy because he sacrifices so much for this like thing that he deeply deeply cares about and believes in, and he knew when he was doing it that. It was going to have reverberations. I'm not sure he knew that it was going to go this far. And like, yeah, you can take some comfort in knowing that he has uh, he's become a symbol of something much greater than himself. And he's inspired lots of other people. But he has also given up this dream. And that to me is like the worst thing in the world is that this is a person who is trying so hard to do all the right things. And it is really an unjust system that uh, is standing in his way. I I don't necessarily think he knew that he was going to get blackballed and like what it was going to turn into, which I think makes it more noble. Like when he first started kneeling, he was doing it quietly. No, it wasn't until like the second time he kneeled that anyone even noticed it. And it was because someone took a picture from the crowd during the anthem and it like got out. Mm -hmm. And then it was then when he when he was asked about it, then he started to talk about why he was doing it. And then even then he wasn't really doing interviews after he after his last game with the 49ers. Like, I think only Sean King is the only one that's gotten an interview with him since. Yeah, I agree. I I think that it's much more noble because he was just doing something that he thought was right. And it I don't want to say it spiraled out of control, but it spiraled into something much bigger than his one action. I just think that when the Patriots sign him and put him beside Brady, it's going to be the most awkward team of all time if tom brady just said look just make him the backup qb and let's leave it at that do you think it would happen i think the patriots are one of few teams that will like that could actually sign him mm-hmm. and like you know it's going to be a media craze but i think they could handle it but yeah. i don't think they will tom brady won't 
having enough. Even if Tom Brady was like, yes, sign him, make him my backup. It won't matter because Tom Brady didn't want them to cut Antonio Brown. He was very mad when they cut Antonio Brown, and that didn't stop them from cutting him. So I don't think he's going to be able to convince a Trump-supporting owner to sign Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. No, I, that, that's super fair. That's an absolute fair No team. He's never going to play in the NFL. Like, I, can, I said this two years ago after the Ravens turned him down, after the Seahawks turned him down. Once the Seahawks turned him down, because that was the perfect place for him. I knew then he was never going to play in the NFL. Oh God, this makes me so sad, man. What a freaking downer of a podcast. Uh, I just have a lot of empathy for Kaepernick and what he's going through. All right. Are we ready to move on? Steven, do you have anything else you need to get off your chest about this? No, I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to ask when does the Albert Breer tweet come out saying the scouts are saying that he did poorly. Monday. Monday? Not think, Monday? I think Tuesday. 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 No, Monday morning is good. That's usually when news breaks is Monday morning. I think that's when it comes I think, out. Oh, Sunday everyone's going to be busy with football. I think like teams probably really? won't get the film to like sit down and watch it until Monday. And you're going to have like. The teams aren't going to watch the film. I'm telling <laughs> you <laughs> right now. <laughs> but if they were to get the film, it would likely be like a Monday. And it's one of the things where like all it takes is one person to review it and say he sucks he's not he's not good enough it's to gonna come from the scouts there these are the same scouts that like say all the borderline racist stuff around the draft about court these are the people that were saying lamar jackson should be a wide receiver oh. it's the same people that are reviewing him and oh. we have no other way of watching it ourselves right. it's gonna come out sunday they should, morning they, they just should, need to release it the tweets just, already in breer's drafts they should just be <laughs> they should just live stream it um I can't wait for TMZ to get a hold of these, this film. All right. Before we get into our not sports but whatever segment, uh, we have to tell you about The Sneak, a new serialized true crime podcast from For the Win and USA Today Sports. It comes out, or actually it is out right now, streaming only on Wondery+. Plus. You can subscribe at wondery.com slash P-L-U-S. So here it is, a little teaser for The Sneak. In 2008, a former D1 football star pulled off a robbery so daring and so strange that it went viral worldwide. It was a perfect crime story. There was just one problem. It wasn't the real story of what happened. The Sneak is a new, serialized true crime podcast from For the Win and USA Today Sports. It comes out November 13th, streaming only on Wondery+. Subscribe at wondery.com P-L-U-S. All right, let's move on. We're going to move on to our not supports but whatever segment. And Evan has a very hot take that is not super hot, actually. It's too early for Christmas music. Yes. Once November hit, I noticed that I heard some Jingle Bell music. And in my head, I said, it is way too early to play Christmas music. And I'm one of those people who say, wait till December. We have Thanksgiving, which is a bad holiday, but still... Wait until after November to play Christmas music. People are already decorating like their house and Christmas stuff, and it's like, yo, just wait. What is a month going to do to have you just hold off on it? I think our obsession with Christmas is psychotic. I think there are very specific timelines for holiday-related things. Christmas music should not be played until the day after Thanksgiving. And in my mind, it comes to a hard stop on the day after Christmas. That's the window. Your tree should not go up until December 1st, and it comes down 
on January 1 at the absolute latest. <laughs> what? Yes. 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 Why does it affect you if someone else has a tree up in their house? That's crazy. It's not Christmas. Move on with your life. Yes. That holiday has passed. Let's get into the new year. Yeah, don't don't be clinging on to old things as we move into a new year, Steven. See, now I have to now I feel bad cuz I'm I feel like I'm Michelle <laughs> when she, <laughs> when she was arguing arguing for our uh, candy corn. Oh my god. About how we were saying it's only if it's only good around Halloween then it's not actually good. <laughs> but I feel like Christmas music I don't like Christmas music, but I could see how people like it and I could see how it's enjoyable in November. Some people just want to get into the spirit. I don't, it doesn't affect me in any way. Like, I go into a store, I don't even notice it. First of all, another thing, love actually viewing, you're only allowed to watch it after Thanksgiving and right until Christmas. You cannot watch it after Christmas. It does, it, Christmas is over. I mean, Hallmark and all these other channels, they've been running Christmas movies nonstop since before Halloween. And it's annoying because it's like, dude, it's October. But why is, I mean, what the, F happens at Christmas that people get so freaked out about. Is it that great? Mm. For some people, I can see how it is. I, I feel like unless you have kids. Because, I feel like if you have kids, maybe. But even then, it's just like, gosh, I got to pay all these money for these kids. Yeah. Who, all these ungrateful brats who yes. are going to forget about this. Love Actually is not, e- not even a good movie. Oh, we're going to save that for next week. We're not. <laughs> we're going to talk about it after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's when all the Christmas what, how does content it, is coming How out. does it work with Halloween? Like, when is the earliest I can watch Hocus Pocus? I mean, October, October 15th. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I would say October 1st. Two weeks. I almost watched Hocus Pocus last night. Not going to lie. Because <laughs> me and my girlfriend tried to watch it like a week ago, and she fell asleep before the witches even came. Oh, my God. I've never actually watched that movie all the way through. I've oh, aged out of it. All right, guys. <laughs> Good conversation today. Very excited to have Evan and Stephen back. Uh, Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week.